Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. I don't I don't know. Uh, just him gasping in pain. The <laughs> <laughs> so you brought up that Bible man. It reminded me, uh, I was driving on the way here, and there was, you know, the church billboards or their signs out front. Uh-huh. And I thought it said, shake the gift of Jesus. So we would share <laughs> the gift of Jesus. But I thought it said, shake the gift of Jesus. Like what his mama gave him? Well, no, see, what I thought immediately was, like, he presented his dick, and it was like... <laughs> just waving it back. It's a him. gift. That's Shake why, the gift of Jesus. That's why he does that pose. Yeah, that's what it, that's like immediately what I thought of, but they had to make it sound like it wasn't sexual. Like, no, no, no. Just shake the gift of Jesus. Welcome to this issue of Mex-Men. <laughs> I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be going over Avengers vs. X-Men consequences. Yeah, because when two super forces fight... There are consequences. Yeah. Did you Usually not. <laughs> no, I just can't <laughs> You think there would uh, be consequences more often. Yeah. Uh, and then we're, uh, I'm going to skim some uh, Uncanny 20 stuff since it ends uh, Gillen's run. Yeah. Ties in. Yeah. Although it doesn't, ironically. Kind of does. We were, well, we were just talking about this um, because I, I wasn't paying attention to who wrote Consequences. And I know what's coming next with Bendis' stuff, with All New and with Uncanny. And it was so tied in that I just assumed it was Bendis. And it turns out, yeah, but it turns out it was Gillen. But Gillen wrote Uncanny uh, that just ended with the Phoenix, uh, the AVX stuff. And it was like so off toned where I was like, whoa, what happened? He, He just changed his mind. On how he ended these things. Wait, you're saying Consequences was off-tone from AVX, or that Uncanny was off-tone from Consequences? That Uncanny was off-tone from Consequences. Yeah. I mean, Gillen had a part in AVX, but that had a bunch of writers, so when stuff is off-tone there, it's just assumed. Different writers. Yeah. We were also talking about uh, how better of a universe it would have been. If like instead of L. Ron Hubbard, Stan Lee was the one who got oh, yeah. created. <laughs> yeah, because I was talking about I, well, I said Stan Lee is just a little bit better than L. Ron Hubbard. But Writing I was ta- style, not exactly. as a person. Yeah, because I was that's yeah because he was like wait what and I was I was like no no in, in terms of literacy because they both wrote kind of the same way but like Stan's reason was he had to be so uh, prolific because of all these titles. Like he probably didn't have a second draft of anything. I mean, you can kind of count that he has, like, a skeleton of what this issue is going to be. But the writer, I mean, the artist did all the work setting up the panels, and then he decided what was in after the fact. So that you can kind of count that as two drafts, but really it's just, ah, it's a vague idea. And then he fleshes out that idea, and that's why they're not all so great, because he did so many at once. Well, Whereas, it's also the writing style back in the day. Yeah. I don't read anything from back then and be like, oh, it's so great. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it just made me want a universe where there's, like, people who take the Church of Spider-Man, like, super seriously. Yeah, if they were actually, the roles were reversed, and, and Stan Lee became a cult leader. <laughs> people are, like, gaslighting you because you left the Church of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, but because you went to the Church of X-Men. I mean, you could probably, we should probably like, trade be, out Scientology for Church of Spider-Man, right? That'd be great. All in favor? Say aye. 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 Yeah. I said I three times. <laughs> so down It's like that. one of those people you put up both hands. <laughs> I, I, I felt like the, the seagulls from Finding Nemo. Why, why? Yeah. 
So a few things, too, uh, that we glossed over a little bit, uh, the Colossus and Liliana stuff from AVX that I had meant to get back around to, but it ties in with Uncanny, so I'll bring them up now. Liliana uh, betrayed Colossus. It was a big part of, like, why he even had the the Sidorak power to be Juggernaut was that um, Ilyana actually, like, she had Colossus go with her to meet Sidorak, but Ilyana was the one who was like, hey, give me the power of Juggernaut. I mean, because he's, you know, fucking off with a hammer now, so he's serving two masters, and, you know, give me that power. And he's like, nah, I think it'd be more fun. Well, well, two things. Colossus was like, no, I can't let you do that. I'll take the burden on. And uh, Sidorak was like, yeah, I like that idea more. Because you seem like a more peaceful guy. I like fucking that up. I think he just wants to smash, to be honest. <laughs> it's like all. Well, at the time, Kitty was gone in a bullet. <laughs> oh, so about Sidorak. <laughs> and then, so she gets brought back, but, like, is a ghost, kind of. Ghost Kitty. In a space helmet. Yeah, in a space helmet. That's the only way she could stay tangible. She became that Weird. fart boy. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically ghost from Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. So Ilyana kind of admits that, like, you have that anger and that power because I wanted you to know what I felt like. And I knew that you were going to take it if I was the one to be like, hey, uh, you know, if I volunteered myself, I knew you would you play the hero and take it on. And I knew what it was going to do to you. And I wanted that to happen because I want you to understand me. And I want you to understand that, like, you know, I'm not a snowflake anymore because there are no snowflakes in hell. I'm going to read that quote because it was actually dope. It is dope. It was, uh, well, there are a few. They, there are too many snowflakes quotes. <laughs> there are like three of them. They're all cool, but like way too many. Are you going to read it in a lady voice? No, I actually have a, I have a poor lady voice. <laughs> and I feel like Magic doesn't have a lady voice either. It would ruin it. It's like, now you know exactly who I am. Do not give yourself away so easily for someone who simply does not deserve it. Do not give yourself away for a snowflake who melted long ago. Yeah. And that's the last one, and it's and it is cool. But there's another one where she's like, "Well, to understand me, you had to first become a fallen snowflake too." And then later, it's like there are no snowflakes in hell. Yeah. So. And then he forgets about that a year later. Yeah. <laughs> Although, how dope would she be with the power of Sidorak? That would be pretty cool. But like, I wonder what that would look like, because she already has a demon form, and Sidorak was starting to make Colossus into a demon, which is weird because I never saw Cain kind of turn into a demon. Nope, never. Maybe it's something to do with trying to fight it. Like, he was just kind of into it. That's true. But also, Kane probably handled it the best because he was a, a good guy a few times. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he is right now. I feel like they just expanded on the lore as soon as Colossus became Juggernaut. Yeah. There's like, what more can we do with this? And, I mean, apparently there are, like, the Jackie Chan adventures out there, like the possibility of that with the Sidorak stones. It upsets me so much Multiple. that they haven't done anything with that. And yeah. now I'm even more upset because I'm picturing Jackie Chan adventures. <laughs> yeah. That would be so awesome. I mean, she's obviously already got the demon form, so that's like whatever, but it'd be sweet to see her more of a badass in terms of hand-to-hand -hand combat, like just running through people. Yeah. So in Uncanny 20, uh, Gillen ties stuff up. Basically, like, two big things happen. One, Magic finds Colossus. He's being a sad boy on a log in, a like, a rural area. As one does. Yeah. And she's like, hey, remember me? You're mad at me, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm mad at you. And he, like, attacks her, and she brings him into limbo. And then she, like, slashes at him, and she takes away the powers of Sidorak. She whooped that ass real quick. Yeah. He swung at her. He was like, not here. Yeah. 
And uh, she's like, remember what Sidorak said, that in their own hell, like the rulers of that hell have ultimate power and can do whatever they want. So, Unlimited power. Yeah. <laughs> so he w- like he realized she could have taken the power away from him at any time, but, you know, she wanted to be a dick. And he was like, I fucking hate you. And she's like, yes, finally. Lesson learned. <laughs> Lesson learned. I feel the like, darkness <laughs> growing inside you. <laughs> you needed to learn that I ain't shit. And uh, I think that's like my last gift to you is regret. So you're welcome. And then leaves. And he's like, I, I fucking hate that bitch now. Which makes more sense, because when you read Consequences, they're so mad at each other, and it's like... Yeah. Now yeah. you get a little bit of backstory on why they want to... Or why he wants to kill her. Yeah, he's literally molding faces out of, like, a mountain of her face, sculpting it, and then punching the fuck out of it. Like, just, just destroys it. Um, and then also... Oh, yeah. Like a child. You know, he built a sandcastle, smash the ship. Yeah, but he made, like, a dope-ass sandcastle. I know, that's what I'm saying. He spent all that time just yeah. to destroy it with a single punch. Yeah. And then Scott's in prison, and he gets a, a a visit from what's supposed to be his, like, PR rep lady, uh, who was pretty integral She's not doing in the Utopia stuff. Well... It turns out because she was murdered, <laughs> and that actually Hard to do a good job when you're murdered. It, it's Miss Sinister. Uh, Sinister had made a clone of her, and like it's his consciousness went to that one. Um, so when the Phoenix Five went in and destroyed Bar Sinister and that whole kingdom of clones he had made, like this one survived, and this is the birth basically of Miss Sinister in the Marvel Universe, and then doesn't matter for a really long time. Everyone forgets it's even a character. And then I'd they made argue, it two separate characters. I'd argue that it still kind of doesn't matter. Yeah, sure. Um, but basically, uh, Miss Sinister's there to goad Cyclops into being like, yeah, you can be a political prisoner and be on your high horse of like having been right and retire in infamy, or you can come chase me because you know I'm still out there and you're the only one who knows. But he could have just been like, hey, Wolverine, bud, uh, Sinister's out there. Just let you know. Came by, gave me a visit. Yeah, but every time he tried to talk to Wolverine, Wolverine would be like, I don't want to hear it from you. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That, that does happen. So, But that, basically, that's all Uncanny 20 is. Yeah. Sinister's got that hard on for Scott, always. Yeah. You can't be in jail. I need you. <laughs> Especially now that I have a vagina. Yeah, he probably likes it even more now. You complete I'm, I'm feeling all sorts of things that I never knew. I was about to say, or although I don't think it matters, because Sinister probably was about that life to begin with, so. Maybe. Well, which one, right? Because it turns out that he always had multiple clones of himself. Like, even now, he's like... Definitely the one with the cape. Definitely the one with the cape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who already he's, had the cape. He's absolutely yeah. fabulous. Except <laughs> yeah. himself. Uh, and then, um, fuck, what was it? It was one of the issue, the, the newer series that are out, but they go into, like, Sinister is talking about, uh, I think it's maybe X-Force. Yeah, I think it's X-Force. He's, like, he's talking about how bummed he is that he can't, like, just make clones the way he wants to. So he has just a fuck ton of pods with, like, fresh clones of him that he can't put his consciousness in. <laughs> and he's just, like, real bummed about it. It's like, fucking laws. <laughs> Xavier and his rules. Bullshit. Oh, no, it wasn't that. Sorry. Uh, it was Incoming. Because that's the one where he's like, I need uh, Franklin Richards. I, I just remember what book it was in. In Which, what book? Incoming. It was the big Marvel book of like, hey, here's like 
a prelude oh, okay. to all the stuff that's going to happen in Marvel, and also we're going to make you pay like ten dollars for it. Oh, the murder mystery one. Yeah, I mean it was cool, but also like shit. It was just a preview book. Yeah, it was the same as uh, I forget what it's called, but they they did it like a year or two ago with uh, Starbrand and the Avengers BC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, legacy. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, the Legacy. But that at least had a bunch of tie-in books that was like Iron Man's Legacy and all that and Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. Well, I mean, both Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. This did too. It just had that overarching story of the the whole murder mystery. Because like, they had, like, if you're writing Daredevil right now, you wrote the Daredevil part. And if you were writing whatever character you were writing they wrote that part yeah except that matt murdoch isn't daredevil anymore he goes out of his way to say that and it's like i'm not daredevil no more who is daredevil i don't know nobody's daredevil nobody there isn't a daredevil retired yeah the whole yeah he's he's a chicken now oh i get to talk to about daredevil for a second (laughs) Uh, so the whole thing with daredevil right now is he accidentally murdered a dude so he is retired as daredevil that's what they all say Oh, oh, he kills a guy by accident, but he doesn't get put in prison. And right now we're talking about Cyclops, who is crazy. No, he uh, he basically... guess if you're a blind man, you get to get away well, with it. But if you're a man who shoots shit out of his eyes... Well, because he's a lawyer. He's his own lawyer, so he, he can avoid jail pretty easily. Yeah. But uh, he, like, retired as Daredevil, and basically other people are telling him, like, come on, man, get back up on the horse. And he, on like, the horse? horse <laughs> get back on the horse uh and he goes home one night and he's like he senses somebody's in his apartment and he's describing like how strong this person is just like standing there and it's spider-man who's like hey man you killed somebody that sucks uh but you're done like you you can't be daredevil anymore oh so spider-man retired him yeah but he he was already like not wanting to do it and when spider-man said it he's like yeah i'm not daredevil anymore We'll say he's using his senses to like sense how strong he is. Like, oh, this dude's jacked over here. <laughs> yeah, because he can feel just like the tension coming from how like how he's gripping his hand. Like when you see, when people say like you can cut it with a knife, like he is the knife. <laughs> he feels it all in the. I mind. am the knife. <laughs> I feel like Spider Man's probably killed somebody before though. Uh, probably. Oh, or like inadvertently just didn't save a guy, so they got real butt hurt about it. He like quit. I killed a guy because he I killed Gwen Stacy. Yeah, but trying to save her. Yeah, should have retired. Should have retired. He also snapped her neck. Also, we're saying guy. And then you're like, hey, there was that one girl. I'm I'm using the Canadian sense of guy. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like most heroes, if you go through their whole like whatever forty years of history, have killed somebody. Right, but I I also was saying like in terms of like what was valuable and that he killed, but you know his words. Yeah. What? And actually, Daredevil, I think might be the only one. I don't think he killed anybody ever. Uh, he's blind. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's blind <laughs> and throwing shit all the time. But he thought he killed somebody for a while, but they ended up being Typhoid Mary. So that's okay? Yeah. I thought so she funny. was dead, but it turned out Typhoid Mary. No, he but, knocked a prostitute out of a window, and then she ended up coming see, back. See, the horse. Typhoid Mary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he got back on the horse. I gave her up. That's why he quit him as soon as he knocked her out the window. He's like, I'm done. I did like the idea, though, of... Like, because basically it's Rorschach, but cosmic, like a cosmic mask. Like, that was cool. We're incoming, because all this oh. just stemmed from us talking about incoming, which isn't even what we're covering uh, The today. Black Knight. Uh, is that what his name is? Black Knight? Or the Black Rider or something like that. Yeah, something like that. The, uh, the Black Infinity Mask. Mask. Yeah. Oh, Black Mask. Wait, his name is Black Mask? Yeah. That's already a character's name. Yeah, it's him. In DC. 
I, I didn't come up with it, so. All right. It's so, it's something like that. Oh, it's like Nightmask. Nightmask. Starburn and Nightmask? Starburn? Starbrand and Nightmask. Oh, Night that was like Starburn. There was the other, yeah, Starburn. That From series. Community? Yeah, Starburn. <laughs> no, they had that series together after uh, whatever that was when the Convergence, when all those planets were coming together. Oh, with uh, Illuminati and Secret Wars? Yeah. yeah. He seems like he'd be that type of character anyway. The Nightmask would be like in like an Illuminati books and stuff. So consequences. Yeah, consequences. <laughs> Everything has consequences. Yeah. <laughs> like probably a bunch of people turned this off because we weren't talking about the yeah, things. The consequences <laughs> or maybe they loved it. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, so uh, issue one of consequences, Wolverine with the students, which I don't understand why he's bringing Quentin along because Quentin's being a bitch on the plane. But uh, Quentin yeah. didn't even want to be there. He had to chain him up to take him to the damn school in the first place. Yeah. He's making him do community service. Yeah, but he's also saying be respectful because we're going into an open grave. Because they're flying to Wakanda to help rebuild and, and try to, like, do some sort of, like, hey, all mutants aren't bad type of thing. Because the world hates mutants now more than ever because of Cyclops. Yeah. You know, he probably should well, call Namor. first. That That's one's what, on Namor. I know, but he's blaming Cyclops. Yeah, which is some bullshit. But, you know, you don't show up at people's houses without calling first. That was his first mistake. Sure, but it's and also... Brought, to be yes. fair, the house it's a doesn't whole have a phone or walls or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they got, like, a walkie-talkie or some shit. He could have hit up... And it's, like, just Chala. a jet, and then they immediately start... Like, the Wakandans start shooting at the jet. And Storm... I like how Storm is outside the jet, and she's like, Wolverine, no, don't. <laughs> like he's gonna hear he's inside of a jet <laughs> <laughs> which is probably loud as hell I mean he does have the super hearing so I wonder what do she's like no don't don't do it yeah so uh, Storm gives the uh, Wolverine cover like makes a big fog so that he can fly away because the Wakandans are just like oh you mutants like with their fists yeah, in the air there's gotta be mutants in that thing blow it up <laughs> right that's another thing too it's just a jet going to land it's a mutant jet. <laughs> <laughs> it could be just somebody bringing supplies. And then we uh, got hammers in here. And somehow Storm ends up boarding the jet while it's in flight, because I guess that's a thing you do. I think they they have like circle panels that open up that you can fly and get out of. Okay. Um, You've never seen that. <laughs> yeah, she just flew in through the door, but I don't know. Yeah, it was dumb because Scott got blamed for that. I was so pissed. Yeah. Uh, she's like a mutant under a mutant. Uh, well, cause they say, yeah, Namor blew it up, but like, they won't take aid from us. It's like, well, it was a mutant, uh, declaring war under a mutant flag. And right now, uh, Wakanda is officially at war with Atlantis and, and Wolverine's like, so they would chase down and kill a bunch of kids. It's like, no, not kids, but they would me. I was under that same flag. Remember? Which like, if they're going to hunt you down and, and kill you, you just boarded a ship full of kids. Yeah, and also she said they shot at the ship. Yeah. They made that clear. They weren't shooting at her and accidentally shot towards the ship. They shot at Wolverine and the kids. Yeah. Yeah, she said they'd hunt me down because he was saying they'd hunt down kids or whatever. And she said, no, they'd hunt me down. You guys just aren't welcome. Also super racist of the Wakandans to just be like all mutants are bad because one mutant was really bad. Yeah, which is it's just really weird because Namor's a dick and they blame everybody. For yeah. one dick's actions. Yeah, fish dicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Goddamn fish dicks. <laughs> and then um, Wolverine, he gets like so sad as if he loved Wakanda so much. Yeah. He, he's like, they 
they were the place with the most open arms. And like, no, they weren't. They were closed off for so long. Like that was like their thing. Yeah, but they were like a secret. They said already that they took in refugees and stuff like that. Like they had refugees from other countries that were going back to their countries because Cyclops made them livable. Yeah, but I mean, they weren't like super open arms to like any and everyone. Like they've always been closed off diplomatically from a lot of things. Like they've always been really to themselves. So like I just thought that was really weird. Is like they were kind of an isolationist nation and they probably did some heavy vetting on whoever they let be refugees in their place. You probably couldn't be white. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Historically, when you let white people in somewhere, it turns out very bad. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said vetting. And he's like Scott Summers, and he fucking pops his claws because then he blames it all on Cyclops. And Cyclops is in prison at this time with a really stupid helmet. Really think it's stupid? Yep. Yep, real, real stupid. I mean, how else would you design a helmet that's going to stop the optic blast? Well, he already had a mask that did it. Like, he already had a visor. Like, you could literally just have that visor, but with, like, a strap that he couldn't take off. True. (laughs) Yeah. They gave him giant bug eyes for no reason. They're like, hey, we want to make him look stupid. It's like, kick him while he's down. And then uh, there's a, a conversation Scott's having with the warden. The warden's talking about... Yeah, uh, as soon as mutants started popping back up, we realized we had to clear out a, uh, a whole block of the cells. To, it, this is going to be our new mutant division, and look at that. We had a mutant, like a guy turned into a mutant right here in the prison, so you're not even the first one. Like, you really are just another prisoner, like a, a nobody. Yeah, I want to know what that guy's power actually is, because all they show is that he turned, like, he, he glows purple. Yeah, like it's like an energy... Yeah, telekinetic thing. Like he was moving stuff around him. Yeah, like they just showed you enough to be like, oh, I bet that power is cool. And then he gets like hit in the back of the head with a nightstick immediately after. <laughs> yeah, I took it as some sort of telekinetic power or some shit like that. Yeah, and then Hope got a note from Cable because apparently Cable was in a hospital on Utopia the whole time, and uh, the Avengers show up because she's like just standing on a roof and they're like, hey, so we realized. You were alone for a second, and we can't let that happen. So I don't know if you've read what happens with Cable, but as far as I know, he disintegrates into an arm, and then he was in a hospital the whole time? Um, okay, so there is a, there's a thing that happens that leads up to AVX called execution or... Ex-sanction? Ex- Ex-sanction, yeah. Because, of course, exes. Ex, yeah. Um, I don't know how those go together. But. And that's that's how Cable comes back. And he comes back trying to, like, kill oh, yeah. some people or something. So whatever spanning out of that, I'm assuming he ends up at Utopia right. in secret. Because to me, it was just so weird. I was like, they have really good doctors because he was just a metal arm. Well, we saw what Madison Jeffrey could do with a leg. <laughs> what do you see what he can do with an arm? <laughs> yeah. All those fingers. <laughs> All the places he could put them. <laughs> Speaking of Fingler, fingers, <laughs> I just saw a picture before we started recording that was Kingler, and somebody <laughs> photoshopped the claws out to be hands, and it <laughs> said Fingler. Oh, 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 that doesn't sound good. No. So, uh, yeah, uh, yes. Captain America. I don't fucking remember who I was talking <laughs> about. Douche. Yeah, 
He was not Steve-o yet. So. There was so much cringe in this shit. I wanted to stop reading it. Yeah, him and Wanda are like best buds with Hope, apparently. And they're like, hey, so what do you want to do? You want to be an Avenger? You want to be an X-Man officially again? Like, you can go to the school, like, Wolverine will take you in. Or you could even be a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. You're old enough. I mean, also, we've been treating you like a child and calling you a child this whole time, but we're best buds now. Yeah, I have this new PR group, I mean, team that I'm building with yeah. X-Men. <laughs> right? And, uh... She's like, nah, I was supposed to be, like, a savior, and I was told I was going to be a savior, and I finally did the savior shit, so now I just want to be, like, a normal person, because I don't know what that's supposed to be like. So they're like, oh, that's great. Well, you could do that at any old place. Fuck off. Yeah, and that's... She goes to a random school. Yeah, just a random academy. I mean, they got to wear uniforms, so... Yeah. It was just garbage, because you can just tell the writers are, like, it's all about Avengers here. Really? I didn't get that sense. Because when we had Hope on Utopia, it was all, like... You know, they had that little beef between Hope and Scott. It was never cool. She was never cool with Scott. It was never good for Hope, you know, according oh, to the writers. And oh, now all of a sudden she's here and it's like, you can do whatever you want. You can be an Avenger. And it was just some garbage. Okay. I, I thought you meant, there. like, the Consequences books. I felt like the Consequences books had almost nothing to do with the Avengers. They, like, showed up in parts, but it was mainly about the X-Men. No, it was mo- mostly the beginning, the first book, like, with the Wolverine talking to Scott and this part. and Yes, because that is... Uh, well, first, Tony Stark is hunting Magneto, and he's real nervous about it. So he's, like, As remembering he that be. fight. Yeah, because he was actually losing that fight. Yeah, because he, he's not designed well to fight Magneto. Yeah. Who is, though? And so he Somebody had his, not covered in metal. Well, yeah. he wasn't covered in metal then, and he was still getting his ass whooped. Because he even gets Captain Marvel to come help him out, which she's officially Captain yeah. Marvel at this point. Yeah, and then he's hair. like, nice suit. It looks dope. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm going to kill you later. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if, like, when she was killing him later in Civil War Two, she was thinking back to the crack he made about her hair in this moment. Yeah, even though her hair is totally different then. Is it? Yeah, she's got the short hair. Yeah, she has short hair in this. No? Yeah. She's she Captain Marvel. Sh- yeah, she doesn't have short hair as Captain Marvel until, like, she's got short hair in this. or 16. She's got short hair in this. Yeah. She grow it back out? I promise yeah, she you she has the short hair. She gr- it's dependent on the writer. Long hair, short hair, long hair, short hair. Yeah. It's like how uh, Storm just gets mohawks and then perfectly long hair again. Yeah. Like, I there's never, know. like, I want to see the awkward phase of, That's like... That's her mutant power. Yeah, the grow out period. Yeah. Like, her <laughs> hair is just total shit. <laughs> yeah, when you see the sides that, like, aren't matching the, the top yet. That's why I was a fan of uh, Kate, Kitty's nose being broken for a minute. Yeah, Instead longevity of it just of being thing. like, oh, it's healed immediately. Four panels later, broken nose, gone. Yeah, instead it lasted like four issues. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird that it finally happens in the one time where X-Men can like heal everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what if she was like, someone kill me so my clone doesn't have to have a broken nose. Just, yeah, right. Like, I don't want to deal with this. Tired of this shit, kill me. <laughs> which, that raises a good question, though, with eggs. Uh, <laughs> with gold balls. <laughs> yeah. you, you said that with such disdain. Because <laughs> I don't like it at all. But do you, like, come back with your tattoos? Because uh, they're, like, rebirthing you. But right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't imagine you would. That would suck to be the dude whose powers is your tattoos and you die. And, and you, you have, start over again? Yeah, you have no power. I mean, I guess it'd be cool if, like, you, you overdid it and you had way too many powers. Well, don't they have that guy who gives mutant tattoos? Like his power is to give tattoos. I mean, he. Ta- I think he tattoos. But like they're just normal tattoos, and they have powers or something. I don't know. I don't know. No, like he's just a really convenient tattoo artist. Like there's no pain. Was like, hey, I want to like a. 
I want a tiger that's on fire. And he's like, all right, here you go. No pain, <laughs> just boom. Yeah, you just have a tattoo now. <laughs> it would be great, though, if it, instead of, like, it being a long process, you feel all the pain at once. <laughs> so he's just like, all right, here's your tattoo. And you're like, ah! <laughs> you shit your pants. <laughs> yeah. <and> you're done. <laughs> well, no pain, no gain. Uh, and, yeah, so Wolverine and Captain America are talking, and Captain America is like, so, uh, the world still doesn't like mutants now, and it's all your fault. Like, not your Wolverine fault. I mean, I know we're buds, but, like, your kind, your people. And what I want to get ahead of it. People? You know what he means. <laughs> uh, and he's like, I want to get ahead of it because, of course, some idiot's going to decide to bring in Sentinels. So we got to, like, have all the Extinction team, which is what Scott was calling his team of X-Men. We need Apparently, all of them in. Now they keep saying that, like, a million times in this book. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't said before. No, it wasn't said in any of this, but it really was what it was called. And yeah, now. Well, because... Again, Gillen's the one writing it. He's the one who made the extinction team. So he's reminding you. Over and over yeah, and like, over. Yeah, like, this is what I wrote. <laughs> it's the extinction team. Because they were dealing with the extinction of mutant kind. Which was, I was pissed too when uh, fucking Steve said that shit. Oh, somebody's going to make Sentinels again. He's like, and then I have to pretend like they didn't because, you know, I'm not going to do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to deal with that shit. Yeah, I don't want to have to deal with it by sitting on my ass, going to more hate rallies. You know how bad we look during schism? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's never done anything to stop a sentinel. So. Which, uh, I, and I sent you guys this the other day, but just tying into how Cap kind of acts towards people who aren't humans is like Deadpool just called them out in the Deadpool comics because uh, uh, Deadpool's now the like king of monsters on Staten Island. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Cap's like, hey, Deadpool, like, uh, this is kind of a powder keg. We got to get, like, everybody out of here or else, like, a lot of people can get hurt. And he's like, you mean people and monsters, right? And Cap's like, uh, yeah, sure. He's like, really? Are you sure? Because you don't sound like you met monsters. Like, you're just concerned about the people. You don't seem to really care about my people. Uh-huh. Boy, he's literally talking about monsters, though, because he's the king of monsters? Yeah, he, like, he's the new king of monsters, and uh, they have, uh, have you guys heard of Jeff? Yes. <laughs> Jeff? Yes. He's this little land shark. His main, his, 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 main, his name is Yeth. <laughs> yeah, my name is Yeth. <laughs> but he's this land shark that was in Gwenpool, and now he's in uh, Deadpool. Okay. And um, Elsa Bloodstone, who, like, obviously she kills all monsters. Uh, Jeff shows As up. As you do when your name is Bloodstone. Yeah. But Jeff shows up, and she's, like, holding a rifle and looks at him, and he's this little baby land shark with, like, legs. And she's just staring at him. She's like, I will never let anything hurt you ever. <laughs> uh, never yeah. heard of Jeff. My name is Yeth. <laughs> well, you said that it was, like, it was, like, Beyonce or some shit. <laughs> like, have you heard of Jeff? <laughs> hey, man, he doesn't have a last name. <laughs> but who, who's this Beyonce you speak of? I was just watching Doctor Strange, so I was reminded of that. It was like, <laughs> you Beyonce, never heard of Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, so, which Beyonce has a last name. Why does everybody always say Beyonce's a one-name person? She doesn't even need one. But she's transcended the last name. It's Knowles. Everybody knows she's Beyonce Everyone Knowles. Everyone Knowles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. But they, they always put her in, like, with Cher, but she has a last name. Cher does, too. She was born Cher. Is care, caring? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I hate you so much. Right now. I think her last name's Bear. Cher Bear. Cher Bear. <laughs> God damn it. All right. 
Uh, thank you if you haven't turned this podcast off yet. Because consequences. <laughs> we have better episodes. <laughs> All right, so Cap's like, Wolverine, you go talk to Cyclops and find out where the rest of this team is because so far Psylocke came in and so far Storm came in, but Danger, Magic, Colossus, and Magneto are still out there. And uh, Wolverine's like, I can't do that. And uh, Cap's like, well, come on, tell me why. Like, I got to understand why you won't. You, You came in with me before. And he's like, yeah, that was with you on my own. I'm gonna kill him because I wanna kill him. Because he killed Xavier and I had to just give Xavier's eulogy and I had to read off a piece of paper and you know how hard it is for me to read. <laughs> and at the same time, he is like, uh, like he wants to kill Cyclops because he killed Xavier, but he also says that he doesn't feel anything about Xavier dying. He's like, I don't feel like the pain or like, I know what I'm supposed to feel and I know what I'm supposed to say, so I act like I feel those things. And I'm, I do the things that I know I'm supposed to do, but, like, I don't feel it. Uh, I think we read that differently. Because, so you're saying he's actually nihilistic and doesn't have emotions? Not doesn't have emotions, just like he's, in this certain uh, experience, he's kind of numb to it. Well, I, I, he was okay. saying, like, uh, when he was given that eulogy, he was saying, being a positive person. Yeah. Instead I, of being, like... We all need to band together and kill Scott. Which is what he was <laughs> yeah, that's how I took it. Was like he. Uh, maybe I just misread it, but that's what it seemed like when I first read. Like it. he he was presenting himself as a better man than he knows he is to the people who needed to hear that. But in reality, he wants to murder Scott Summers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he and Scott he's actually just really took all sad. The fun out of it. Yeah. Uh, so he does sh- like Scott gets told he has a visitor and he goes and it turns out to be Wolverine with a bunch of beer. That was orange soda. <laughs> Is this orange soda? Yeah. It was an orange soda trap earlier. He's just <laughs> slamming that shit down too. It's it's like the lamest pop like cream soda. That's literally my Kel earlier. That is well, that is my first note in uh issue two because it picks right up with that it, Wolverine drinks beer. It's basically what like three pages are. Is them it awkwardly is. sitting across from each other and him just drinking beer. Literally one panel. Slamming him. Yeah, one panel is him just throwing the beer and like the beer is just bouncing off the ground, like the can. It's it's all about beer. <laughs> in the all first part of that, that book. Beer? Yeah. About that beer. Yeah, about that beer. No trouble. <laughs> well, there's trouble. Uh, so. Wolverine, oh well, no, uh, he's he's drinking beer, and Scott starts to bait him into getting angry. <laughs> you bait right in front of our eyes. <laughs> well, no, well he starts talking about how um, he's got to be careful with those claws. You can cut your dick right off. <laughs> no, he he starts saying, uh, "Well, you know, fucking good thing I was there, Mister Headmaster of the Mutant School, because how oh. would the history books have looked if you know?" they didn't omit that you tried to kill Hope. Like, th- remember the time I optic blasted you away from stabbing her in the stomach? Optical blasted. <laughs> yeah. I gotta point out that quote, or what Wolverine said. He said, kill anybody lately? It's like, I guarantee fucking Wolverine killed somebody since this happened. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most <laughs> on the way to the uh, On the way to the prison. <laughs> and also, it's, it's not like it's been weeks. It's been a couple days. Like, Tony Stark says he needs to see Cyclops before, like, it's been too long. 
So we know it's only been a couple days. Like the hip hop. I think seven days. I think it said seven days in one of the yeah. panels. So he knows damn straight he killed somebody recently. Yeah, Scott kills one guy. And Ever. he's going to hold it against him. It's like Wolverine killed five guys on his way to the fucking prison. Yeah. Just in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> when a berserker rage. <laughs> well, or just pulling Caitlyn Jenner's. Cutting. In traffic. Pushing people and tra- killing people on the way. Ah, uh, well, Bruce did that. Yes, I thought Caitlyn did that. No, she hasn't killed anybody. Only Bruce killed people. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. Well, it must have been all that to- uh, toxic masculinity. <laughs> I feel like Wolverine's the type to kill the granny in front of him who's counting change at the coffee shop. Yeah. Instead of just paying with long? the card. Yeah, she's like counting she's the exact out a check change for a pack of gum. Deaded right there. But then, like, he says something like douchey after the fact, like, put it on her tab. <laughs> like, walks walks out. Goes, I'm an Avenger. Shows his card and leaves. <laughs> so. Scott's telling him, like, you know, you're a piece of shit. Other people can judge me, but you don't get to judge me. You're not among those. And uh, I, I understand what Gene felt like now more than ever, more than you ever will. Like, I, like saying stuff that's now really kind of out of character, just, like, rubbing stuff in Wolverine's face. And Wolverine gets pissed off, and he breaks the table. And I think they forget Wolverine's as small as he is because he suddenly looks like the fucking Hulk. Well, I think uh, it would be out of character except for the fact that Cyclops was trying to die. Right. That makes him more in character. Yeah, right, because it's all strategic. He's, I'm baiting him. Yeah. yeah. Bait, he's baiting the headmaster. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, and he even looks like it, too. Like, when he's on the ground, he's just like, ugh. Like, he's, like, in that pose of just, like, I can't I can't help, uh, be helped. I can't help. I can't do anything. I'm, I'm just. I'm, oh, man. I'm just I'm in thinking. distress. Yeah. Well, like, you look at he's the panel, him. and he's. Yeah, basically. And, and oh, Wolverine, no. And literally Wolverine's like, wait, you want this? You want it? <laughs> yeah, Turn him off right away. You he's w- like, only you can take the fun out of killing you. Yeah. He's like, well, it's not fun if you want it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, because that's what Scott says. He's like, what does it matter if I want to or not? You want to kill me, and I'm going to die anyway. I might have, like, I'm dead weight now in here, so I might as well be a martyr. And if you don't kill me, they're going to kill me in here. Yeah, and but Cyclops said, he's like, at least I know you'll be quick about it. But we've set precedents on here of how he only stabs in the stomach and lets them die of eternal Yeah, weight. very slowly. Yeah, there's that. But there's also, like, if anyone would be worthy of killing me, it's not one of these pieces of shit. So before we go any further, we got this quick little thing that we want to do of us doing a panel reenactment. Uh, so we're going to insert that audio in at this point, and I hope you guys enjoy it. thought you didn't want to talk. I don't want to talk. I need to talk. There's a difference. Sit down. Chuck. Logan, it's the last thing in the world I wanted. It was an accident. It wasn't me, then. Doesn't matter if it was you. You started walking on that road. You knew where it led. You knew it was against everything that man ever taught you. When you had your brains about you, you knew that. And you keep walking anyway. So don't try to dodge- I'm not. It's my responsibility. It's just... I would never want that. Not in the darkest part of me. 
I just did what I had to. You of all people should understand that. That's what you taught me. Don't you dare. You're nothing like me. I... You almost ruined everything. Your school will now have new mutant students, and that is thanks to me. And you just hope whoever writes your history books skims over how the headmaster almost doomed the entire species when he tried to kill Hope. Imagine if you succeeded. There are people who get to judge me, Logan. I don't think you're among them. Though that's why you're here, right? Judge, jury, and... Don't push it. I know what Jean felt like now. More than ever. I understand her. Even better than before. In a way you never will. Yeah, that's enough of you. Ah! Wait. You want it. You want it. Of course I do. I'm dead weight now. I've done everything I can do. I die now, and I'm a martyr. And in a few years, some rebellious little kid is going to turn up at your school with me on his t-shirt. Cyclops was right. Bull! That's not why you want it. You want it because you want it. That doesn't matter. I'm walking dead. I don't think how I feel on anything matters anymore. Think how a trial will go down. Think diminished responsibility or insanity clause? Possession by a cosmic force fits all of that. Give me the right lawyer, and there's every chance I could go free. So they either disappear me, and there's no way Captain America would allow that on his watch, or they treat me like this, and the problem goes away. What are you saying? Why do you think I'm in here? Do you really think I'm going to live to see trial? How many men in this prison do you think would be happy to end me? So of course I'd rather you kill me. You're the best at it. At least you'll be quick. Scott, only you could take all the fun out of wanting to murder someone you hate. Throw us a line. Your team, Storm, and Psylocke have come in, but Magneto, Danger, Magic, Colossus, and Namor didn't. Let's say you're right. You've saved mutant kind, you're going to be on every little mutant poser's wall. All those kids are going to have sentinels coming for them if we don't patch things up. People will be a damn sight calmer without that damn fool extinction team of yours out there. Aye. Come on, Slim. At least tell them to come in. Don't let us down. So where's Emma? Or Hope, for that matter. Tell me where you've put them and I'll- Fuck you, Scott. Fuck you. You can go to hell. I can, and I did. He just says, like, I at least respect you. I think that's what it is. He's like, you'll kill me without the rape, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or, like, at least be post-mortem. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not feeling it. He is into those dead girls. <laughs> so, yeah, and then uh, you start to find out more about that other mutant, Jake. Yeah, because Scott starts talking to him, and he's like... So how did you get your mutant power? And that's when he's like, yeah, so we were watching the end of the world on TV and this guy wanted to cut it off because he was bigger and angrier. And then my power uh, manifested and I got hit in the head with the motherfucking nightstick. Yeah. The guy wanted to watch baseball. And when I woke up, I was by myself. That dude was so huge like Rob Liefeld drew him. I know, he that guy was gigantic. You know what I also love about he wanted to watch baseball is like he hated mutants so much that he knew if he turned on baseball, there'd be no mutants. Because they can never play a baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> They're always trying, but they can never... <laughs> never finish. So yeah. yeah it's not mutant free TV. <laughs> well, also, it's one of the first times that 
the new story is the plot instead of the plot giving the news or the new story giving the plot. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Scott and uh, the, that, that mutant, they're they're talking and they're in uh, like a work area, which I always which I thought was weird. Yeah, we were discussing shop. it earlier. Yeah. They're like they're in a workshop. Workshop but, 101. Yeah. But like in prison <laughs> and he's wearing a device that like if it weren't on him, he'd be able to escape. Yeah, but they have, I mean, they're making license plates and shit. It's one of those kid sets, you know, like a kid cooking set. It's like rubber hammers <laughs> they and just shit. Have <laughs> <plate toys. laughs> no, but there's obviously like metal shavings there because Scott pockets some. Yeah. And then somehow puts it in a neat envelope in his shoe and pulls it out later. Like yeah, does yeah. that twice. You just keep a little envelope with you. Yeah. For uh, teeth. <laughs> um, and so a bunch of like prison thugs come up with, you know, metal shanks because of course they're in like a weird metalworking area and yeah, i mean it's it's like the jeffrey dahmer thing how they just put uh when jeffrey dahmer was in prison they just put him in situations where they knew somebody was going to kill him yeah and uh jake says to scott like they're going to kill you or murder you or something like that and he's like no, no no that's not the right word the word's martyr and he puts his arms out like fucking i want this <laughs> Which was funny because he's like, yeah, no, it's martyr. And he said he wants to die, and then he just beats the shit out of everybody. Yeah, well, okay, so that's three. Three starts actually with Tony and Kunlun trying to be like, hey, you guys need tech, and, and the Thunderer being like, nope, fuck off. We're and, good. We had enough of you. And that doesn't go no anywhere. No, not at all. <laughs> They're just like, it's cool being destroyed. Well, it's it was fine. The, it was, that was their way of like wrapping up that connection. Okay. <laughs> Last time we let a white man in here, he took our power and ran off with it. So. Yeah. As they're all white. <laughs> they are, right? All the Iron Fists? I don't know. Lake Hung wears a, wears a mask. I only know of two. Better white. Yeah. That they expand on ever in the Marvel Universe? Yeah. Yeah. The only two Iron Fists that they expand on in the Marvel Universe, they're white. They have a whole run where they talk about like five uh, different Iron Fists. Okay. They Asian? Yeah. I mean, that dude's name is Lei Kung, so. <laughs> well, he's the Thunderer, though, not the Iron Fist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but the dragon, Shaolau. He's white. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell by his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> they go tell. way above the knee. <laughs> you can tell by his seasonings that he uses. <laughs> Salt and pepper, that's it. No, a, a dash of pepper. Yeah, so... Scott beats up those prison thugs, but because they, uh, they, like, Scott's, like, ready to get killed, and they make the comment that, like, oh, it's not just you, it's all mutants, and so he realizes Jake's in trouble, too. Oh, so that's why he beats sense. the fuck out of them. It's yeah. like, okay, he was fine with dying, <laughs> I know but, Kung Fu. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that was the other guy's, uh, thing, right? Jake was like, I thought your mutant powers was, like, I shit, not, like, Kung Fu, and he's like, that's not my mutant power, that's my training. And then they start talking about the school a bit. It was like, oh, is that where you learned in the school? And he's like, yeah, among other things, that was a lot of what I learned. Yeah, I mean, he never asked him, like, how much it costs to go to the school. I mean, if somebody recommended a school to me, I'd be like, well, is it expensive? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, Kitty is taunting the fuck out of Emma Frost, just being real mean. Just like, hey, 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 Emma, hey, Emma, you want me to tell Scott anything? Emma, you got secrets? <laughs> Although Emma had the fucking best lines in that. Because uh, she says, uh, like, do you have anything Do you want me to tell Scott? She's like, nothing that I would soil your innocent mouth with. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, uh, you dragged so many people down with you. And Emma is like, 
they got dragged down, please. I was like a super villain and all this stuff, and I was never imprisoned, and like I never not had heels and yeah. <laughs> and diamonds and and all this. And other had shit. to wear a jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, the best clapbacks. <laughs> <laughs> and although Katie won it with her, she's like, you know what? We're not too different. Uh, we both trusted men that were huge idiots. The only difference is I was smart enough to leave. Yeah, which is weird. We're not so different, except here's the difference. <laughs> we're not so different, you and I. <laughs> Remember when I said we're not so different, you and I? <laughs> uh, and then Scott, being the upstanding guy he is, promotes the school to Jake. He's like, you know, I know a place that'll take older students. And he's like, yeah, are they any good? At what they do, yeah. they're the best. They normally prefer young girls, but they'll take you anyway. <laughs> Which was kind of funny because Wolverine didn't even show up to teach the class like when he didn't own the school. Yeah. Well, he also isn't there while he does own the school. If you read Wolverine and the X-Men, that's part of the thing. He's barely there. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it before. They just teach each Some other school. while he gets drunk. Well, that's uh, Storm's complaint a lot. And then eventually he just makes Storm the headmistress. Uh, yeah, as he should. Which also, now that actually does strike me as like a, a gender thing, like the, a fucked up gender thing. What? It's like you're, it's a headmaster when it's the man, but like the headmistress when it's the a, a woman. Mistress. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But like. Because master, how was that? Yeah. How it, only. Right. And also mistress, isn't that like implied like you're the side chick? The head paramour. So like. She's you the head even... side chick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's an awesome title. <laughs> should be honored. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people just call that the bottom bitch, but, <laughs> you know, it sounds nicer. Yeah. <laughs> it's more uh, flashy. Semantics. She also somehow gets less pay, but it's weird because she, like, like, makes the checks. <laughs> she writes them up. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she gets less pay, but she pockets the actual difference. That way she pays yeah, less fraud. in taxes. <laughs> so she's just embezzling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after Scott because Scott's talking to Jake uh, about the school and everything and he's like you know I, I, and this actually bugged me reading this but it was like I did this for you I did this for people like you so that you could exist and that kind of felt like uh, he was sort of singing his own praises he's like you know I'm not such a bad guy <laughs> I was I, I mean he did save an entire species he did, but there's there's that thing where, like, you do a good thing, and then when you start, like, it, it sounds like self-bragging a little bit. Yeah, I'm pretty great, Anna. I, but also, he's not getting any credit from anyone else, so, like, he kind of does have to give it to himself. He's probably trying. He's looking for it. Like, somebody please. Thank you for this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Wolverine was baiting him earlier for it. And it's like, uh, and Jake's probably like, yeah, thank you for getting me beat in the head with a nightstick because I wouldn't have had these powers otherwise. Yeah, he would have lived. Purple he now. Died, Thanks. Yeah, he would have died if it wasn't for those powers. Well, he was actually excited because he's like, he did he, die. Well, he would have died <laughs> <laughs> for those powers. For those. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> but he was like, uh, I. Like, I finally have a gift now, and, like, I've, I've always, like, my life's been shitty for me. And I'm I've good never, at something. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, because he doesn't know how to use his powers, yeah. and he never will. Yeah. And he, he died being bad at everything. And then even after uh, Scott tells him that, like, yeah, I did it so people like you would have a chance. It's like, you I gave me a chance? For the nookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he burns him. Well, he was like, yeah, thanks, bud. So too bad you don't have one. 
Yeah, he's like, oh, to give people like you a future. It's like, shame you don't have one. Yeah. Sick yeah, burn that's for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, okay, so this is a weird part. So Scott pulls out those metal shavings, which at this point, actually, just because they're in a packet and he's opening it, I assumed it was salt. But Tony's the one who's like, no, no, it's metal shavings, because that's what he's grabbing and that he's actually in, like, a, a work area before. Yeah. So it's weird that there's, like, a, a pan of metal shavings, and he pulls it, and then he puts it in an envelope, and then he takes it out. Yeah, he had a night, night like, neat little envelope. Yeah, and again, like, he does this two different times. But, so he takes it out, and then he makes a weird design with it. So we were like, how is this? Because he starts, he's communicating with someone, but is it Magneto, or is it magic? It's magic. Right? That's what I thought, because he makes when, a symbol. When he says, I'm ready, though, they show Magneto, implying yes. that he's been talking to Magneto. And Magneto's oh, like, he's we're sensing ready. The metal. Exactly. So, like, is Magneto sensing the metal? And if so, But why did what? he put some fucking weird-ass diagram? Right? I think he was hedging his bets. He's like, one of them's got to know. I'm going to try to get both of them. I feel like Scott had no idea what he was making. He was like, this looks magical. <laughs> He's like, I like that idea now, too. He's like, I'm just going to give it a go. Because it looks like super, like complex. There's yeah. so many lines in there, which I don't know how that little packet of metal shavings made that humongous design. I love the idea though that he's uh, like a high school kid who thinks he's super edgy and is just drawing like the slipknot symbol. <laughs> <laughs> like it's his binder. He's basically passing notes because he's like, no, don't don't break me out. I just want to talk. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how they, are you? Because they're like, break you out and he's like, no. It's like, you might as well have just wrote sup right <laughs> in the beginning. I'm just picturing that, like, he's laying in bed, and he just sees the floor go, like, you up. <laughs> and Magneto makes tits. <laughs> I feel like they have to tell him, Scott, only call this line if it's important. <laughs> Stop putting metal shavings on the floor. My phone's going off the hook. <laughs> so, uh... And, and now uh, Maria Hill and Captain America and Wolverine, they're trying to figure out who's the mutant spy because they're realizing, like, Magneto keeps getting away every time they have intel on where he is, and so they can't get the rest of this extinction team. So it's the next time, like, because like in the first issue he brought it up with Wolverine, and now he's, like, reiterating, like, well, we can't trust mutants until this is all handled because we don't know who's feeding them intel. And again, Wolverine's just taking it. It's like, yeah, I agree, Cap. We can't trust mutants yeah. <laughs> until we figure out who's the spy. Because right away, he's like, yeah, mutant sympathizers. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. Like, Bro, you are a mutant. <laughs> right? You run a school. Yeah, and that's how they see you. They don't see you as one of them. They look at you as a mutant. Yeah. It's real fucked up. And uh, so they, they're like, we got to find this spy. And then Magic just shows up at the school in front of Storm, and she's like, hey, here's this envelope. It's where Colossus is. You should arrest him. Peace. And then yeah. disappears. It's like she backed out like a Star-Lord when he jumps through the portal in Infinity War with the middle finger up. Oh, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Like, But she shows up like, shh, don't tell anybody. Here you go. Uh, and then Hope is in school. Yep. Just... Two to three pages of like just hope being in school. Does and she go to school with her jetpack uh, for her normal ass life she wants? She said she lost the jetpack. <laughs> she had another one though. Well, no, okay, so the jetpack is really weird because it actually comes into play in issue four also. But she broke the jetpack at the beginning of AVX and then took another jetpack at the end of AVX. 
because she just rockets off, and you know, there's that flower growing from the rubble of Utopia, which is kind of fucked up. Uh, and then now she doesn't have the jetpack again. So yeah, there you go. You know, I like to think that she had a jetpack this whole time, like from Cable, but she was taking Scots anyway, <laughs> right? Just to be a dick. Yeah. And uh, so she's she's doing just everyday school shit, and she's writing a letter to Lori. I feel like that was the connection, or the point of that, because it was kind of pointless, but I feel like that was to tie up uh, Generation Hope. Yeah, kind of. And if you and if you don't know who Lori is, Lori's transonic. The girl she elbowed in the fucking face and broke her nose at the beginning of AVX, who, like, did nothing. Was just like, sorry about the nose, huh? And then broke her nose and beat the shit out of her and the rest of the students. Yeah, and the letter's like, just, how's the nose? Yeah. She's like, just taunting her. With like, she wants to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just beat her ass and then... You know, no caused an yeah, entire no war, kind of. Like, really, if she would have just sided with the X-Men, it would have been so obvious to everyone that the Avengers were wrong, and they should have backed down. But the fact that she, her indecision was, like, kind of giving the Avengers justification of, like, see, see, the girl doesn't want to be with you. Yeah, because really they didn't need the Avengers, only Iron Fist, right? Basically, yeah. And if he, if he was willing to work with them, yeah. Everything would have worked out. Well, really, if they would have came there like, hey, can we help you? Yep. Instead of, we'll take care of this, mm -hmm. everything would have been fine. That was what it was all predicated on. So she's doing school shit, and then like at the end of the letter, though, she's like, but I still wonder what Cable's doing, and if Cable taught me anything. Like, I think of all the things each of you taught me while I'm in school, and that's actually all boring, and I think of what Cable taught me, and the first thing he'd want to, he'd do in my place was figure out where the fuck he was, so I'm gonna go find him. I feel like she was talking to them, and then like halfway through that letter, she's just journaling, talking to herself. <laughs> yeah. Talking about Cable, like, why are you telling us about this? Basically, and that's where uh, issue three ends. It makes me realize, though, how much they've really killed Cable the last few years. Well, like, so many. <laughs> A lot. Yeah. Doesn't Cable kill Cable? Like twice, which I'm tired of that dude already. Young Cable. Young Cable. Yeah, but well, I mean, because they don't—they write him like Johnny Storm. But didn't like regular Cable kill super old Cable, and then Young yeah. Cable killed regular Cable? Yep. Baby Cable needs to come. <laughs> it's like rushing nesting towers. <laughs> or like Kid Cable goes to Baby Cable is like, I know what you plan on doing, and just snuffs him out with the pillow. I love the like idea. It's real dark. <laughs> Kills himself. <laughs> yeah, I love the baby. idea of a, a, a fetal Cable showing up with sunglasses on, <laughs> there to murder the baby version of himself. Just still has an umbil uh, uh, umbilical cord attached and it like strangles him with the umbilical cord. <laughs> the umbilical cord is the metal instead of the arm. <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> I'd read that book though. <laughs> like, like, uh. Prenatal cable. <laughs> Prenatal cable. Yeah. It's a fetus in a, in a belly, and it's just got, like, a glowing eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Marvel. I know, of pouches. <laughs> Marvel. So <laughs> many pouches. <laughs> like, that, like that picture you shared where he's got the surfboard, and he's got, like, all the pouches on his legs. <laughs> so the Speedo and, uh, with fucking ten pouches. Yeah. <laughs> and just an X right where his dick is. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, issue four. Uh, Tony decides he needs to go talk to Scott because he's trying to understand more about the Phoenix. And like you said, he realizes he should do it while it's still soon after. And, you know, all the information's fresh. 
So he goes to Scott, like, well, Scott goes to him, I guess, because they're like, you got a visitor and it's Tony Stark this time. And he's like, uh, hey, I, uh, I want to talk to you about the Phoenix. And Scott's, nah, why the fuck would I help you? And he's like, well, I knew at the end that Hope was going to bring the mutants back. Yeah, he basically says Cyclops is right. Yeah. And he's like, all right, you got my attention. Which, that's something we skipped over when uh, Cyclops is talking to Wolverine. Oh, yeah. He, he says, one day you're going to have some rebellious kid show up to your school uh, with a Cyclops' right T-shirt on. Yeah. I feel like it's cough, Quentin. <laughs> yeah. And, and and Wolverine got so fucking mad that he threw his last beer at him as he <laughs> left. The empty can. It. Yeah, he finished it first. He's not, he wasn't that not mad. Not a savage. I know. <laughs> Do you think he uses the claws to pop open beers? Just <laughs> I think he's tried and just actually lost a bunch of beer. Yeah. That way. <laughs> I feel like he would, but he doesn't want to lose any beer. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard the story of like behind the scenes of filming the movies, but there's a couple times that Hugh Jackman has stabbed himself in the balls. Uh, what? <laughs> like, you know that scene that they recorded for um, uh, Apocalypse where he's naked running down the halls? Oh, okay. Uh, so I guess when they shot that scene, he turned the corner there uh, while they were filming, and there was a bunch of women holding dollar bills, and, like wooing at him, and he <laughs> went to cover his dick, and he stabbed himself in the balls. Holy shit. <laughs> they are like, you don't have to be naked. He's like, no, no, I insist. <laughs> Cocks out. That's how I film. Also, way. that's such a, like, a, like a fucked up but hilarious joke to pull on somebody. He's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, you got to do this nude scene. All right, ladies, go around the corner. <laughs> Fuck with them. Um, yeah, so Scott agrees to talk to Tony and, and help him with his research, which actually goes nowhere. Because well, Tony basically said, I knew they were going to make more mutants, and I basically helped you guys. Well. Which is why Scott was like, do whatever test you want, you know? Yeah. Um, Abigail Brand is the spy. That was the next thing. It, she just is. Like, it, like, which is funny because she was part of that meeting um, where they're like, we gotta figure out who the spy is. Accusing Wolverine. Yeah, and she has uh, that the empath dude show up, and Maria Hill gets freaks out. Is like, you bring an empath here? How dare you? And she's like, hey, uh, are you my boss? Uh, is your boss my boss? Nah. So maybe <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, right? eat a dick. <laughs> she does whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> and uh, so Abigail is talking to Magneto, and Magneto is like, hey, that way that you're helping me out, telling me when they're gonna come catch me, it's real neat, yo. <laughs> like thank you for that Nino Reno <laughs> yeah and uh, she's like well yeah see everyone assumes you know I'm alien well first of all she's like oh you're fine and the uh, the tech I'm using to warn you is actually like automatic now it, because you know alien tech and, and she's still hooking up with Beast at this time right yeah yeah because that gets brought up she's like you know everyone just assumes I'm because I'm half alien like that's you know the hair yeah that's the alien part but this and yeah. she takes her glove off and shows like her weird hot hands like every like, chick on the earth right now isn't dying their hair green yeah and she's like this is my human side I'm a mutant and he's like ah makes sense and she's like yeah this is why I always came to Scott and the, your extinction team to handle mutant affairs because someone had a fight for our people and there needs to be a future for you know this new batch of mutants and magneto says like oh does beast know you're so broody and he's she's like nah and if you tell him i'll, I'll kill you <laughs> which is also weird like to to refer to 
someone who's a mutant as broody kind of fucked up considering what the brood are and then especially a person who's like a mutant alien so they're really familiar with the brood yeah like i don't know it just seemed like a, a weird dig i mean totally innocuous in terms of just like what words mean but considering the context Oh, and Hope runs into Namor because she's looking around the wreckage of <laughs> yeah. Utopia. I mean, the, uh, like she's underwater. She wasn't just like out and uh, yeah, she wasn't just out and then ran into him. She's underwater. Uh, I assumed was like trying to find Namor because he says like, hey, I've I mean, I've always opened up an invitation for you to come here. But it's a little weird you're doing it now. Yeah. And, and she's like, well, you fucking like you were so cool. You were so cool, and then you killed all those people, and it's like, I did what I had to do. And it's like, really? What you had to do? Did you have to do that? Did you have to ruin everything? It's totally it just to be an asshole? Namor's thing. Yeah. Well, like, his... Oh, sorry. He's uh, he's pretty much a villain who just is, like, with the X-Men a lot. Because he, as soon as... Well, with the Avengers a lot. He's pretty much a villain who's just with super teams a lot. Yeah, he just, like, as soon as things look a little bit bleak, he's the first person... To be like, fuck it, I'm going to kill everybody. Which, it's only helped them out one time and they didn't want to do it. But during Secret Wars, he's the one going around destroying all the planets that were about to crash into Earth. You know what he's like? He's like, do you remember, like, there's like a demographic of, like, kid in school, right? Who is somehow the worst kid, but also, like, the teacher's favorite. Yeah. And, like, so they were... And sometimes they get put in positions of, like, mentorship where it's like, wait, how are you doing that when you are also everything they're saying don't do or don't be or don't act like? It's That's straight up. kind of what Namor is. He's, like, the guy <laughs> who, like, is buds with all the different superheroes because they like him on a personal level for some reason. But he's also almost always a villain. He's almost always doing a macro just, thing he's that's old, bad. He's old war buddies with Cap, so Cap always is like, yeah, guys, I mean, we're boys. Forget that he's killing a bunch of people right I mean, now. It's like the Hulk. You go, they just hit up the Hulk because they want his power. But with Namor, he's got a whole fucking kingdom and army, so they can't really send him into space. And Cap, uh, I just realized Cap looks at Namor as, even though he's genocidal and how Cap feels about mutants, for some reason he looks at Namor and he's like, he's one of the good ones. Yeah. Because <laughs> Cap's fucking wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so Hope's like, look, I'm just looking for... Uh, remnants of cable if he's around and also a jetpack if you've seen one of those and he's like i've seen the device over there that you're looking for so another jetpack so she, she gets another one and you see in a panel later that it's like in her adventures when the uh avengers have like a little intervention with her yeah their uh, uh, conversation was pretty dope though namor and hope like he's like oh your father would understand He's like, no, probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't. He probably, probably never, like, uh, killed a whole country. And his well, his reasoning, too, was ultimately like, well, I felt small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it kind of made sense, though. I, I and I don't that. like that feeling. <laughs> yeah, he's always been one of the most powerful people in any room he was ever in. And then he's involved by an, an entity that makes him feel little. Yeah. Like, that's a crazy parallel for him. For, especially for somebody who has lived as long as Namor has, and never once in his life did he ever feel overpowered. But for that to be his justification. <laughs> yeah. Until two years from now when Hyperion rips his head off. That's like, what's, uh, I forget the term, but when like a rich kid does something really fucked up and he's like, well, I didn't know I couldn't not do that. There's a, there's a term specifically for uh, when 
Because they're they're never told no. So how do they know the concept? Like a lot of like rape charges and stuff, like they end up getting off because, you know, they they were they didn't know they couldn't have what something that if someone else didn't want them to have it. Yeah, just entitled pricks. Yeah, basically. But I mean they're I'm I'm just saying I'm spacing on the word for it. And that's kind of what I'm imagining with Namor. He's just like well, I just I was always the strongest guy, and there was a thing that made me stronger, but also was str- like stronger than me, and like it, it made me self conscious, so I had to kill a country. Well, I feel like that was the best explanation they can give. But that's also the one that everyone takes. They're just like, okay, he's, he's a good guy again. He's already a dick, so he didn't need an explanation. And his explanation was just, well, actually, I liked it because he was gonna explain himself. He was like, oh, it it. No, one does not speak to the king of Atlantis. So. Yeah, like, I don't need to explain myself to you. Yeah. But here I go, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, and he says, have you ever felt small, Hope Summers? I never had. I dislike it, inten- or, I dislike it intensely. And it swims away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the idea, though, that that conversation was awkward. He was like, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he swims away. Listen, my friend Dory just keeps swimming. <laughs> but I, I picture him like, moving how Randall from... Uh, uh, Monsters Inc. moves just like on a wall, and then all of a sudden, just like. <laughs> I took it kind of like uh, people who don't have control in their lives; they have to take control of something. So that was his way of taking control. He felt like he couldn't control that power; he had to do something. So that's just what he did. That was the first thing he could do. He felt like he had to take control of his life. You know, like some. It's for some reason the example I'm thinking of is when people take control of their diet. They feel like they got nothing they can control in life. Yeah. That's something you can control. So I, I took it as that. Uh, yeah, and then Storm finds Colossus, just, you know, making, uh, like, molds of Ilyana's face and punching them into dust. What's weird about that scene is he's hanging out by himself in metal form, and then somebody comes to confront him, and he turns to human form. you think it'd be the opposite. Um, I, it was almost symbolic, I feel like, because he said, I'm thinking, and then he switched. He said, I'm thinking of embracing pacifism. And as he's human, and then he switches back to metal form, or not, <laughs> punches yeah. the wall. Well, his power ends up breaking too. They just didn't show it in this, but they decide later that like he's not yeah. morphing right. And at first, I thought maybe that was what was happening in this, but I I ended up agreeing with what you said that he just did it on purpose, and then he went back to metal form to smash the face. Uh, yeah, this I thought was happening too, because his power is fucking up. I think in yeah. Uncanny X Force. And he's like, "I'm not going to be part of anything, and you can try to take me in, but I'm not going to let you take me in. Like, I just want to be left alone." Yeah, it got rocks to smash. Yeah. Well, he also knows he didn't well, really hurt. He anybody. actually accepts it though. He says, uh, "Leave me be, or turn me in. The decision is yours." Yeah, but in one of the things he says is that he's not going to just let her do it though. So like, she has the option, but he'd fight kind of. Yeah, square. Right, up. He's, uh, unless you try to make me. <laughs> Yeah. Which, if she wanted to, she'd make you. Right. Uh, so she walks out of that cave, and then Magneto's there. He's like, yeah, he's fucked up, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we came. We was like, oh, he's in no condition for anything. Which kind of fucked up uh, class, like, if you find my sister, kill her. Yeah, which is part of why he's like, well, she he definitely can't be on our team. Because she's yeah. on our team. Well, yeah. I mean, he's telling this to Storm. Storm's like, okay, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, bye-bye. <laughs> Yeah, and so there's a little uh, banter between Magneto and and Storm, where he's basically like, uh, "I am whatever." Like, like we, can, I think he calls himself a villain, and she's like, well, "You're not." I mean, we're all working together. Like, she's more like, "You guys got to come in, and we got to sort all this out." And he's like, "No, no, history decides what we all are in the end." And then he leaves. <laughs> 
Because he's like, he knows what they're planning to do. Yeah. And, you know, that they're going to be on the other side of the law, basically, because of how they're going about it. There was some good dialogue here by Magneto. Sometimes, you know, well, really, he's the type to have some good dialogue. So it says, so magic is with you? Peter says she's dangerous. That she is, as am I. Let us not prompt a demonstration of how true that is. So Tony shows back up to the uh, to the prison, and they're like, all right, uh, Scott, it's time to go. You're going to see uh, Iron Man again. And Jake makes a crack where he's like, ha-ha, you keep visiting that playboy with the facial hair, and you're going to get a reputation around here. And he's <laughs> like, I already got a reputation. Wink. <laughs> yeah. uh, you didn't see the, the last guy? We were baiting each other. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> As he's leave, being escorted out, that you know, one of those uh, thug dudes, like the big one with all the tattoos, hates mutants. He uh, just stabs Jake in the stomach, pulls Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's against a guy. No, he it hates. wasn't a yeah, it yeah. wasn't a Wolverine because they weren't friends. Yeah. Uh, he made it really clear he hates mutants. <laughs> yeah. He wanted him to die slowly and bleed out. Yeah. And Scott sees and he goes and he attacks the dude and then the guards like fuck you mutant mutie and he uh, shocks. Uh, Cyclops. Which, I mean, that guy has some nuts on him, because last time he tried that, he got the shit beat out of him and all his buds. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and it happens this time, too, after killing the dude. And uh, then Wolverine shows up to give Scott the news and talk some sense into him. Yeah. So Which he's, is, he's been real bipolar this book. Yeah, because now, like, he shows up, and Scott's like, uh, is he? And he's like, yeah, he didn't make it. And right away, Scott's like, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is the type of thing that I said was going to happen. And Wolverine's like, you, you, you don't start talk, Don't start with that. Like, you're, you're still in prison. You're still a piece of shit. You still killed Xavier. But then he goes on to say a bunch of really flattering stuff. Yeah, it's like that MGK diss on Eminem where it's like <laughs> half of it is just like, like, yeah, you're the best, but fuck you. Yeah. Uh, and then, so I'm, I'm going to read this because... It, it it's it's weird. Uh, this is Wolverine to Scott. I know where you are. I know where you'll want to go next. And before you do something you can't take back, I want you to know, I believe you about the professor. You wouldn't kill him deliberately and you won't do what you're thinking of. Let me tell you something. The professor gave me ideas. And he gave me patience, kindness, and more than I ever deserved. But you, you gave me the role model. You showed me how it was possible to be a better man. Even now in the school, when I want to pop my claws through some smarmy kid, I still ask myself, what would Scott Summers do? And I'll tell you, whatever you're thinking now, Scott Summers wouldn't do. Don't give up on yourself. You have to be a better man. And then after Scott thanks him, he's like, we both know we've damned ourselves time and again by now. We can't change the past, but I'd be damned if I stand by and let yourself, like, let you damn yourself more. Which is like a really weird thing for him to say. And he immediately goes back to like hating Scott. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. Even though yeah. all the, at worst, all the Scott's really doing at this point is he's Wolverine. They're switching places. Yeah. Well, what actually, like, physically ends up happening next is still pretty fucked up. Uh, so Scott takes out more metal shavings and he writes now with them and yeah, Magneto's like very well. So he's the one who's like picks it up 
and he's like villains it is and he's That's like with dope. danger and uh, magic and she's getting ready to port them yeah, and she sends those uh, those prisoners that kill Jake she sends them straight to limbo yeah so they're yeah. dead Actually, Scott told him to send her there, or Scott told her to send them there, so... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what he does next is pretty fucked up. Oh, fuck those guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, they use that as if it's not murder. Yeah, so... But it is. What, what happens is... Or, all right, uh, the book technically opens up with them leaving, but we already know that that's what's happening, to go uh, break out Scott. And the Avengers end up having an intervention with Hope. They find her. She's, like, sleeping in an alleyway. And they're like, hey, Hope... We saw you weren't at school the other day. And Wolverine decides to be the funny guy for yeah. these series of panels. She was like, how did you find me? Like, uh, some, uh, what's the word? Divi- uh, divination or deviation? Yeah, they or, knew she was going to be yeah, in some, Ch- uh, was it Chicago yeah, in within two weeks. the next two weeks. And Wolverine was just like, yeah, my nose brought us here. Yeah, they I did s- the rest s- of the work. I smelled around. Yeah. And then they're like. Yeah, come to the school with us. We have things that, like, you don't have here. And he was like, like my nose. Yeah. We have brownies. <laughs> Which is really like, hey, you, you're not allowed to be free yeah. and on your own. We don't actually trust you. You need to be where we can monitor you. Yeah. So. Uh, Which was, yeah, they're like, oh, you can do whatever you want as long as we allow it. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's one of these three things. <laughs> right. And it shows like a couple panels of like her adventures, basically, which they're like dogs with jetpacks or something like some weird, ba- like mechanical backpack looking thing in one of the panels. It's weird. And she like pulls a Spider-Man with another guy, like hanging him from a gargoyle head. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then she's just like dodging missiles. So, you know, she is having adventures looking for. Is she? Do- I thought they were showing her. It looks like she's almost stealing the power from the missiles. Because she's shooting out of her feet like the jet propulsion from No, 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 missiles. that's a jetpack. That's just oh, illustrated. It? I didn't no, see remember the, she gets the jetpack from like, underwater. Is she stealing the missiles? No, you can, see, <laughs> you can see part of the jetpack from missile. over one of her shoulders. All right. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's <laughs> stupid. It is stupid because the trajectory of the lines from the jetpack is coming up with the missiles but then banking like behind her. So like showing that like it was right behind her but she moved. So yeah. And they get interrupted, scolding Hope, though, with a report that the uh, the prison, like, there's a break-in happening. And then immediately Wolverine's like, fucking Scott Summers, I knew this was going to happen. I fucking I go there, I give him the speech, and he doesn't even listen to me. <laughs> it gave him the motivation to break out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, so Magic, Magneto, and Danger are breaking Scott out and kind of the most... Over the top, but badass way possible. Like literally, the walls of Scott's cell uh, cell get ripped down by giant demonic hands. Which why doesn't you do that more often? That right. was super dope. Well, and and three of them, like yeah. the entire wall, like supporting structure, like wall of that side of the prison gets ripped down by three giant hands. I mean, you got to think who it is too, though. Like Danger hates prisoners, and Magneto is Magneto. Yeah. So they're not just gonna bust one wall. Well, Danger hates prison and. Uh, prisoners because she was one and then was turned into a prison warden on hope yeah oh and on hope on utopia (laughs) utopia (laughs) and (laughs) scott's like what took you 
Like, <laughs> finally. You, you said no. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. I was like, you, you maybe give them a little bit of a heads up to. Well, he's probably thinking they can teleport. They should be here in like uh, 30 seconds. I, I'm thinking of it now, now as shit. like they, they see the message of like, all right, come get me. And they're like, fuck. And they're like putting on a shoe while they're trying to brush their teeth. It's like <laughs> you have their coat in like one arm in the coat trying to get ready at once. <laughs> like if in the corner of that panel where he's like, all right, here we come. It actually says like two hours later. <laughs> yeah. Magneto's like, after my show. <laughs> I don't think they're coming. <laughs> and then uh, Scott asks Danger, like, how, how much time do we have? And she's like, oh, we got minutes. And he's like, oh, great. There's a couple things I want to take care of first. And yeah, they go to those uh, prison thugs that killed Jake, and Ilyana sends them to limbo. So yeah, maybe they're dead. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're I demons they're, in limbo. Maybe they got spit out later off panel. I think they're alive, but without skin. That's also possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he's like, there's one more guy we got to go see. And he goes to that warden. And he's like, hey, you little fuck. We're destroying this whole thing. Because you guys just don't get what's going on here. And you're going to profit off the misery of mutants. And uh, we're not going to have that because it's also it's a private prison. Like that was a part of the big thing in the first one was the guy was talking about how, well, now that there are more mutants, like they can't afford to send you all to the raft. Yeah. Like you got to go somewhere. So we're showing with these inhibitor collars and like special fancy things like your helmet uh, because he explains that the collar. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a, a their plan is it, it to be the prison from Deadpool 2. Yeah, basically. Like, the collar doesn't stop their power. It tases them when it senses their power's activation so that it just, like, just stops them from using it. And But with someone like Scott's powers, the optic blast is something that's just going to happen. He doesn't have to think to do it. Uh, they decide, well, we also are going to contain you with that. So uh, where the collars will work, it's just a collar. And then where there's extra circumstances, we'll deal with that too. But we got to show that we can handle more super prisoners and keep the world safe. I think he even says to him, like, you're a superhero, right? You get the the importance of keeping people feeling safe. I mean, before you were a murderer and all. So <laughs> this is sort of like the time back where he's like now calling him like, you know, kind of a fat cat type dude. Just like you just get rich off of the, the misery of others. And, you know, the only way you're going to feel this is if your wallets feel it. So we're going to destroy this entire thing and let everyone go. And... Uh, he's like, oh, one more thing. Magic, you've been a great pal all this time. Torture Thank you for helping guy. me. Uh, you deal with him as we leave. <laughs> yeah, they, they do uh, uh, Inglorious Bastards on him. Yeah, it's a big old X. Yeah, crow, carved right into his face. Which is a, uh, foreshadowing what his mask ends up being. His new visor yeah. ends up being a dope-ass X. But those inhibitor collars, they make me think of, uh, like, if your power is healing and you get, like, a paper cut. It just shocks the shit out of you while you're trying to heal. <laughs> and it's going to, like, end up, like, burning your skin, and you're going to be healing that, so you're perpetually just gaining shock. Yeah, that would suck. You yeah. can't control the healing. Yeah, and so Wolverine uh, goes over to the warden when they get there, and the warden is just like, this is for you. The handing them, the, like, a note, and it's Cyclops' response to Wolverine. It's, uh, Logan, hey, bud. You're angry now. I know. <laughs> but I, I hope... Get <laughs> I get it. I get it. I hope in time you'll understand. The school is my has my best wishes and complete support. I have every faith you will teach the children 
in the spirit of Xavier and prepare them for the better world to come. He's lying. I'll keep them alive. <laughs> you and me, you warned me to be a better man. Oh, you, ur- you urged me to be a better man. I'm doing a terrible job at this. <laughs> you want to give it to me? <laughs> no. Uh, no. No, I could. I just had to zoom in on it. The problem is with this, like I was looking at the whole page and it's zoomed out. I mean, I would recommend that you would write down uh, your parts you're going to read before, but I've seen sure. your handwriting. Yeah. It's not going to be any better. <laughs> yeah. Why should it? Uh, <laughs> I'd like to. You urged me to be a better man. I'd like to be that. I honestly would. But when you're underlined, being the better man, I don't need to be. Instead, I could be the man who does what's necessary. And then Cap's like, is Scott? And he's like, yeah, Scott's gone. <laughs> Which is, like, obvious. For, <laughs> for some reason, I'm picturing, like, Cyclops spells it Y-O-U-R and Wolverine. I, I that too. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was thinking, he's like, but while you're being the better man, I can be you. And then cue the stabby stabby song. Send stabby stabby. And then out this September. <laughs> it won't be. <laughs> you can't know that. Uh, that's Just true. Keep pushing it back. Be like Dr. Dre's <laughs> album. Yeah. It would come out seven years later. And then uh, Hope goes home because you know she got caught, busted by the Avengers. It's like, oh look at you trying to be a person with your freedom. No. And so when she goes home, there's a note on the wall. It says behind you. She turns around, and it's cable creeping on her from a roof across. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. He's just like, remember, you don't come after me. I come after you. <laughs> I feel like it was going to be one of those things, like, behind you. And then it's another note. And it's like, look up. It's like, look down. And then finally, like, 10 notes later, it's like, look out the window. <laughs> it's right there. I love the idea, though, that it ends with the uh, little circle under the waist. That yeah. you're and he's just next to her punching her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then so they, they bring back uh, Scott to, like, this warehouse that they were at. And he's changing out of his prison clothes into his uniform. And uh, uh, Magneto says something about uh, how hard it's going to be now and, you know, what what it's going to be like with them as the bad guys. Uh, You know, like everyone's going to be hunting them and the world hates them. And Scott's like, uh, like he tells him like a lot's changed now. And Scott's like hated, feared, we're save the world anyway. Tell me what's changed about that. It's always been the X-Men. It's a great way to end it, and then, like, let's go see That was a world. good ending, but, you know, he's like, oh, nothing's changed. Except I'm wanted for murder, but, you know. <laughs> I'm picturing, yeah. though, the book ending. But on a macro <laughs> level. <laughs> I'm picturing the book ending with him, like, having a badass line. He's like, what now? And he's like, looks like we play the villains. And he takes the glasses off, and it <laughs> just shoots the optic beam through something, and you hear, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it like zooms out and it's just the optic blast going to the air. There are a lot of like CIS, NCIS, or like uh, Law and Order, like those types of shows, like like those like lines, those moments where they do that. Yeah, there are a bunch of those. Uh, it just works so perfect with Cyclops. Oh yeah, considering it's the optic blast. Yeah. Instead of Zrak. <laughs> Or unless it is, like, it's just... You say his rack? No, it's rack. Oh, it's was like his... Because you said... It sounded like you said his rack, and, I, like, I'm picturing you say a cool line, and you do, like, the sunglasses thing, but instead of that, you pull out your boobs. I swear to God, this is a point that actually bugs me. Because did you just say Zark? Yeah. And th- in an earlier issue, I said Zark, and you said it's Zrak. 
Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I swear that happened. So I, I literally thought. See, now we got to find out. Because I, I look at you and I said it like, I'm going to say it right. And you're going to hear me say it right. And then you <laughs> no, can it's not contradict it. It's not <laughs> Because cause you then made a joke about like Zarf. <laughs> like making it a fucking. Uh, oh, Thundercats. I think so. Like yeah. Snarf. Yeah. I'm vaguely remembering that. And it's really bugging me now. <laughs> Who knows? They always switch them up. All right, well, that was Avengers vs. X-Men Consequences. Yeah. Uh, go like the Facebook page, the Twitter, Instagram, everything's at Maxmen Podcast. Uh, go look at our Public uh, Links in the show notes. We have T-shirts. We have hoodies. We have hoodies with a zipper. We got stickers we don't make money off of. <laughs> yeah. We've got laptop cases and phone cases and pillows. And, and there are coffee mugs and travel mugs that are so much more expensive than the coffee mug. But, you know... <laughs> Please spend money on it anyway. Yeah. Tote bags. It will give us money is what we're trying to say. You can get them in any color you want. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's for today. Wait. You want it. You want it. Of course I want it, Daddy. <laughs>